This week on The God Pod. So I told my mom, she like didn't know how to break it to me. She's like, mm. you can't be a priest ever. Oh. But she took me to an Episcopalian church. She was like, you could be a priest here. Oh. And I was like, um, like I'm going to perform at a smaller venue. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I got used to like losing like a thousand followers a month because, or like there was one point where I was losing way even more because I would be like every time I tweeted something normal I feel like the people that followed me what the hell is this like, because play I'm the brave, hits. they're like wait why do I follow this person yeah, play the hits why are you why making why is she calling people out why? <laughs> I don't care what you ate for lunch oh the internet is I'm weird like, this picture of my sandwich is important I also want to um, smite the Catholic Church for not letting people fuck um, <laughs> that's oh. Let's hope just, your mom's not listening. You just uh, smited the entire Catholic Church. <laughs> Her church that she chose. Welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the good Lord with the most, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. I'm here today with my pals, Jesus and Satan. Hey. There goes Satan. Hello, one and hello all. It is I, Satan, the Lord of Darkness, feared among everyone. Hi. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. That's good. Decided to really, you know, Add a little bit of fear this morning. I like that. You know, I've got my rhyming thing that I do. Jesus is humble. He doesn't do anything. He just says hi. Well, I tried that one, and I I don't think you guys liked it. When I was like, rising for you every week. Kind of like Oh, I don't it. remember that. Oh, I can bring it back if you want. Yeah, it was pretty forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Well, let's say hi to the listeners. Hey, hi, listeners. Hello, listeners. Hello, human. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the God Pod. I love you. You are definitely going to heaven now. Just so you know, the God Pod is a huge and successful podcast. The God Pod is the best podcast in the universe. We're getting 20,000 listeners per episode. We're in the top 0.5% worldwide. But wow. we still have work to do to reach number one and make those losers at the top cry. So please get involved and help us grow. Tell a friend. Become a disciple. Give us five stars. Maybe write us a review. It's free. It costs you nothing, and it really helps you helps us out. And it helps you out, because it's going to make you feel good. But write us a review. We'll read it on the air, as we're about to do in a minute. Um, but first, you should also know the God Pod has a Patreon. At patreon.com slash thegodpod, you can unlock all our exclusive episodes, where we say what we really think. Also at patreon.com slash thegodpod, you can join our Discord server and connect with all your fellow Godpod fans. Finally, we're going to start holding monthly parties. That's right, on Friday nights, for about two hours, all of our patrons will be able to attend a live taping of the Godpod. Get on the show, drink wine with Jesus, smoke a joint with God, smang Satan. Friday night God parties, it's going to be fun. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thegodpod. Okay, let's read some reviews. This one says, 
Jim Cornette would be an amazing guest, God. Okay, I'll work on that. I just uh, Googled, and I see he's a former wrestler and commentator, and he follows me on Twitter. So I'll I'll, I'll try. For you, Zelda is God. One, two, three. Although I don't know about your username. But thanks for the five stars. <laughs> Jesus, watch it. This is a good one. The last episode, me and Satan read three really angry ones yeah. because we're libtards, apparently. <laughs> and now we got two good ones. And I just want to say quickly, I like your username, Zelda is God, because I like the Legend of Zelda games. But anyway, Mark B offered a five star rating, a terrific satirical view of nearly every aspect of everyday life. Very nice. relatable and entertaining, as long as you can take blasphemy and religion with a grain of salt. I always get a laugh. I follow on Patreon for the extra content and Discord channel access where prayers and commentary are answered. It's interesting to go back and listen to the first episodes and see how the pod has evolved. Well worth my time and money to get that chuckle and smile. Ooh, yeah, thanks, God. Mark. In fact, I think it was only about a year ago that more panelists joined the show. <laughs> yeah for for about a year it was just me and you jesus yeah 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 and then we and got then tired we started... of each other and we said we need to add some new people finally yeah we need more more you know I, it wasn't that we got tired of each other i just had some I'm of these kidding. people bugging me up in heaven you know moses the holy right. spirit they're like what you have a podcast when are we gonna be on i want to be on the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the out. virgin mary and even satan now i never asked I was forced to be here. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Let's get to our interview. Welcome to the God Pod, Kelly Bachman. Thanks for having me. Tell hey. us about yourself. You're a comedian, right? A singer, songwriter? Yes. Yes, I'm a comedian. I also try to make music sometimes. I live in New York and Brooklyn um, from North Carolina. I was raised Catholic. What's up? Oh. God. Oh, cool. What's up? Yeah. So you still I was believe confirmed. in Yeah. So does that mean you still believe in me? Um, yeah, I believe in you. I don't really subscribe oh, wow. to Catholicism after um Right. You know, <laughs> you know. all the things. <laughs> but yeah, my um uh, my grandma's Jewish as well, so you know, a little crossover. Nice. Uh-huh. Um cool. Yeah. So you still believe in me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There's some days where I struggle with it personally. Yeah, I feel like I, I, my belief my belief in you has become more abstract, but it's mm. nice to yeah. put a face to it right now. <laughs> so, what was it like growing up in North Carolina? It was cool. I I, I have four sisters, so um, I'm I'm from a big family. So it's and, five sisters total. Yeah, wow. and um, it was fun. I I like. My family. I always knew I didn't want to uh, stay in North Carolina, though. I I never really felt like I fit in in like the mm-hmm. the rural small town life. So yeah. I, I so always moved figured to the big I would city. move to New York. Yeah, and I've lived here like seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And in Brooklyn. Yes. Seven years in Brooklyn. That yeah, well, sounds like yeah. a movie title. It does. It does. Um, Seven years in Tibet. It's now a, a I'm actually thinking <laughs> about moving to LA, though. Like I, I'm, Ooh, I'm like wondering yeah. if I'm at the end of an era. Like Satan, you know what that's about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell LA, I'm just yeah. assuming that's the where the entrance to hell is. But <laughs> yeah, right, right off of Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm thinking of moving there. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. But yeah. Uh, 
I just, Lots of- you know, I'm ready for like something to happen that would be good for my career, you know? Mm. Lots of opportunities Well, that's there. what happens in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that goes there succeeds, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. That it's, uh. If you can make it there, you make it there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's New York. <laughs> if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere because it's just so fucking hard. L.A. is if you can make it there, you can make if it there. If you can make it there... <laughs> Holy shit. Why? <laughs> How? If you How can you make it there, you can certainly live anywhere else because that's probably one of the more expensive places to live in America. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping us humble over here, <laughs> keeping our finances in check. Yeah, well, you know what, Jesus? It's hard to live anywhere in America. They don't pay minimum wage. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a good, a decent minimum wage. So that's cool. Um, better weather there, too. Yeah, and two of my sisters live there. So <gasps> do, do any of your sisters live in... In New, New York? York? No, unfortunately oh, not. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I know. Why didn't they come here? You got to make this happen before you hit another New York winter. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about it. I was thinking about moving at the end of August, but like, I don't know. We'll see. I've got a lot on my mind. What are the rats and cockroaches like in LA, Satan? Because I know they're oh. pretty huge in New York. No, we. I mean, in compared to New York, it's they're so chill. They're so relaxed. <laughs> They're all surfing. Does L.A. have a pizza rat? No, we don't have a pizza rat. We've just got a terrible, you know, unhoused population problem. Right. Not one. Not calling those rats at all. They're just. It's just lots of homeless people here, mm-hmm. and there's like tons of uh, good food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Well, we have good food in New York. There's too. good food in New York too. What are you saying? What are you saying? I did yeah. see two rats fighting yesterday. I was pretty. <laughs> Um, yes, they were fighting. Yeah, they were screaming what? at each other. Like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. It is terrifying. So we hope you get out of there and make it. Yeah, do you like LA. do you like swimming in water? Yeah, do I like swimming? Um, I'm not do a like great beaches? swimmer, but I I love the ocean. Like, what are your feelings it? on the sun? Uh, my feelings about it. I think you need to keep it right where it is. You know, <laughs> like let's not. Get it any closer, not get it any, um, you know, more exposed to our atmosphere. But I, I love it, you know. Yeah. Grateful for it. Mm. Cool. Well, you also, um, you write screenplays, right? I do, yeah. I, I wrote a lot during quarantine. I wrote like five pilot scripts or something. I'm, I still haven't figured out really what to do with those. I also wrote a, wrote my first novel manuscript, which mm, I'm also... Wow. Congrats. I, I like kind of... Spent all this time writing, which is always what I hoped I would do if I had a lot of time. But now I haven't really figured out how I need to like move that into being money. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, but you you use the time to well, whereas the rest of us just sort of like existed. I I tried, you know, I definitely had I mean I had very dark days, of course, mm-hmm. like I guess everybody, but uh, I sort of made this deal with myself where every I, I kept pretending I was in like a really bad uh, fellowship where mm. I had I would tell myself like you have one month to write this nice. pilot or like to write this thing. And at the end of that, like everything's going to go back to normal and you're going to wish you had used this time. And I would do that like every couple of months. I would set a, set wow. a new deadline of like when I need to get things done by because then everything's going to get back to normal. 
Yeah. And then eventually that was true enough, but uh, <laughs> but I knew it wasn't true most of the times. I said it was like something I tried Deadlines to tr- trick are, my brain. Deadlines are very important, yeah, for getting things done. I thought for a second there you were going to say I, you made a deal with the devil. No, never, you know. Because I that's actually, how you... you know, my mom is really big on uh, telling, my mom is very Catholic and she's always called me and she'll like, Tell one time she told me, say and tell me if this is true, but that she kind of had like a vision that demons were coming to New York City and like surrounding um, like New York comedy clubs surrounding like hovering around comics to fill our minds with sadness. Is that ring a bell? How did your mom know that? I don't know. She's <laughs> that really is like she's really deep undercover. Wow. But she Damn. told me, but she told me she was like. She was telling me this on the way. I was on my way to uh, an open mic, and I was like, Mom, and she was like, go tell the people at the open mic. And I was like, Mom, you know I absolutely will repeat what you just said as a joke. <laughs> it was, I mean, this is, and she's like, I know, I know you will, I know, but just promise me that you'll say, I rebuke you, Satan, at what? the end. Like She's like, you can say whatever joke you want to say, Damn. but at the end, I need you to s- just say the words. I rebuke crazy. you. Soon. I remember because this was when this was a couple years ago. Yeah, this was like 2019. Pre-pandemic. Yeah, I remember it was like Feb 2019. I had this feeling of like, whoa, <laughs> one comedian is resisting me in New York. <laughs> yeah, the rest are miserable and angry. It was weird because my mom, like, was so serious about that, like a demon was going to come to my comedy show, and <laughs> it sort of did. <laughs> I sort of did have like a really demonic person come to my comedy show. <gasps> oh yes! Wow. Okay, this, was this around the time of SantaCon? Was this like when all those drunk <laughs> Santas take the streets? No, I was no. in like October 2019. I was booked on a show, and uh, the producers invited serial rapist Harvey Weinstein, who is like oh, who is like a gosh. demon. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. He's he's a demon, right, Satan? Yes, <laughs> but not my favorite. My mom, you know, had told me to like say I rebuke you, and I remember thinking about that when I saw him. Like, my mom is like she's not wrong. Yeah, she's got some <laughs> telepathic abilities. <laughs> yeah, she's Something. she's always been very she's always been very uh, serious about like Catholicism because she converted to Catholicism like she wasn't born Catholic. I feel mm. like if you like if you choose it. You know, that's an intense choice. Yeah, you really got to, like, double down all the time. Otherwise, you know, you would be admitting that you made a mistake. <laughs> and we can <laughs> well, never do like, that. But, like, I feel like people who, like, pick religions versus people that are born into them, it's a different It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. approach. Totally. Yeah. So you rebuked Satan or one of his demons in person. Yes, yes, uh, I did. And, you know, I was thinking back to what... My mom, actually, you know, I recently started talk, trying to talk about this on stage. Maybe we should play the clip. I'm feeling a little tense. Anybody else? Yeah. I'm a comic. And it's our job to name uh, the elephant in the room. Do we know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a Freddy Krueger in the room, if you will. I didn't know that we have to bring our own maze and uh, rape whistles to Actors Hour, y'all. No? No? Oh, shut up. Yeah. This kills at a group therapy 
for rape survivors. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. Woo! Um, woo! Yeah, girl! Woo!
I had produced a show called Rape Jokes by Survivors, and it was something that was really important to me where I, I booked like comics that were survivors. Right. And even though I wasn't in the show, it was always important to me like this, like trying to make humor out of like this uh, trauma that I experienced. Mm. So in a way, because I had been trying to literally sell that show and I had just gotten back from LA where I was trying to sell another show and, and also had a meeting about that show. And I remember they were like, sorry, we just like can't get a celebrity attached. Like this mm-hmm. isn't going to happen. And I got back and I remember feeling like in this cosmic way, like that I all of a sudden had this renewed sense of wanting to like work on that show or work on things like that. Mm-hmm. Cause literally the day before I was about to like not give up, but I was sort of after I had that meeting I and the person was kind of the company I was working with seemed like ready to let go of the project. Right. I remember thinking like, you know, maybe that's fine. Like maybe I can just be, I I don't need to like joke about this. I can be funny about regular stuff like right. because the content was too serious, dangerous for them. Yeah, I well I think they just like really yeah, they really wanted like a big celebrity attached to like mm. to like make it have like the credibility of like approaching something so serious. Right. But I had just was like Thought I'll focus on my other show and my other stuff I have going on. But then, like, it seemed like almost felt like this universe type sign of like, no, you can keep (laughs) keep." right. (laughs) All of a sudden, I sort of had the credibility as someone who like people were following on Twitter because of this thing. Right. And like people were asking me to like write an op ed or things like that and where Mm. I could like speak on this. I was being asked to instead of like me begging people to let me like, right. do this thing and then being like, ah, that's too and then much. You gained like, you know, how many followers on Twitter? Like it was, yeah, like it was 000. like, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Very. And I had never used Twitter before, really. Right. Uh, so it was that was like my first tweet. So that was pretty intense. And it was like just being kind of known in comedy after right. not doing it very long was pretty overwhelming. And. I sort of just tried to focus on like doing the type of opportunities that I wanted to do anyway, like like just focusing on like what I want to do and seeing like what I could. I don't know. I, I sort of like tried to keep tunnel vision on like the things I was excited about, because anytime I looked at like the response and I would get very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I, foc- I kind of got back to working on that show and I, I wrote a show with my friend. Uh, Dylan Adler called Rape Victims Are Horny Too plug <laughs> and it's a musical comedy show featuring so- featuring songs like Tell Me I'm Hot and Don't Fucking Touch Me Trauma <laughs> Mia Here We Go Again <laughs> Man I Feel Like a Victim that's a Shania Twain cover <laughs> a lot of it's like a silly show and really joyful show and and yeah. I'm still like I still mostly only that show I, I do about that kind of material like all my other stuff I do is about regular in my life right but uh no but it's important but it was, to, to it was process important. That, that yeah and you know there's so many women that have been assaulted yeah it's it, it's it is it i mean it's it's scary it's true it's very there's a there's this huge uh there's this collective wound of so much so much mm. of humanity and every time we do the show we can feel like the impact of of having these conversations and how healing it can be. Um, so it's definitely important to me to keep doing that. But also, you know, I'm like a silly person. So I try to like, make sure I'm still being my regular 
That's a hard um, thing to balance with that subject yeah. matter, right? Yeah, it's hard to like, like I'm, sometimes I regret when I accidentally bring it up, like uh, because I realize then I'm going to like go down the serious path. And I'm like, dang, I could have just kept talking about, you right. know, my mom, <laughs> like regulars. <laughs> Predicting 9-11. But I mean, <laughs> it's it's heroic and it's important. Yeah, let's go back to talking about 9-11. I yeah, that's funnier. <laughs> subject. Yeah, I was like, I was really in the light stuff about how I predicted 9-11. And then... I will say all those shows sound badass. Yeah. Can they make a can they make a run, a tour around L.A. and or hell? Yeah, Good I'm hoping. Actually, um, I we were, me and my... Uh, my show partner, we're looking at trying to do a show in LA in October. So nice. You will see. Well, now you have an excuse to get when out you, there. When you move there. Yeah. 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 If I move there. But whether I move there or not, I think I do want to do that. So Kelly, is what uh, you did with Harvey, did that inspire that scene in Hacks on HBO? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I watched that, and I and I remember. And you I, should sue regardless. Felt- Wait, what? Try to what, sue. what? I haven't finished the last episode. Jesus, is, well, is it in the last episode? Jesus, edit in the episode. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> hacks! Yay, no, great job, hacks! In the finale <laughs> of hacks, is God damn it! I haven't seen it. Jesus, I'm sorry, but Kelly's here. I have to. Okay, bring it up. go, go, go. I what have what it happens in the final episode of hacks is basically what Kelly did, and I feel like really, they, yes, wow. yeah. If if there was any kind of I have no idea. Um I who was that episode written by Pat Reagan or who who wrote that? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, it was a, it might have been a comedian in New York, but the, I feel like if it could be someone like knows that story and and maybe the concept of it was in their mind. I'm not I don't know. Okay. I I have no idea. Wow. But I, but, it, but if so like that's cool and if not, you know, I also I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I see you sometimes. You get you still getting harassed by these trolls, right? Yeah. Well, it's like every time I was actually I was just thinking about that this morning. I was telling someone that I I remember that I had this tweet. I occasionally I'll have like a viral tweet or something, mm-hmm. and this was like a tweet about Bill Cosby being out of jail and like right. I had heard like Crystalia is doing shows in LA mm-hmm. and like. Louis C.K. is performing regularly and like it's sort of saying it said something like, but people say like, but yeah, cancel culture has gone too far. And then, yeah, and exactly. then what, it, what happens whenever I tweet something like that is like, I guess people say in the comments, like whatever. And I just mute it. I, I don't let, follow that stuff. But then sometimes someone will like get my email address and send me like a really um, evil email. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's just like I can't not see that because it's like in the subject mat line I can mm-hmm. see it. And sometimes I I get I guess I found myself getting a little frustrated because I think there's this false conception that like people who are whistleblowers or like mm. people who like tweet about the Me Too movement that they like get rewarded or like right. get all these opportunities. Exactly. They think like oh she's rich now she got ninety thousand Twitter followers. Yeah, I remember and now she's my mom time. even like yeah. when I. When I uh, tweet, she like sent me jokingly. She had, like Googled me and like it said like my net worth was like five hundred thousand dollars or something. That's Which just like bullshit. not real. <laughs> These websites <laughs> make that shit up out of the thin air. You don't get paid <laughs> but, for having a lot of Twitter followers. But yeah, I I don't I don't get paid. I work in a restaurant. Like I'm still just like comedian trying to yeah. get spots and and like write and get representation and like do all the things like a comedian starting out tries yeah. to do. People really a lot of times just will have this narrative of like 
survivors that are speaking out being like opportunists who get all these. Exactly. It fits totally to the pattern of what they do to anyone that speaks out. Oh, you're so I got in. so I like angrily tweeted something about that, and then I I like as soon as it started to get a lot of likes, I, I deleted it because I realized I was like mm. focusing so much on one negative like email I got, and mm -hmm. like just I was really angry about it because it was like very just like the words really upset me. So no, they, I, the things that they say is like totally deranged. But so I deleted it. But then before I deleted, it, I remember you messaged me asking me to do. <laughs> your podcast and it made me laugh because i was like oh. tweeting out this like angry thing like Argh! and then it was like a message god <laughs> it was it's like, just like that god thing saying do you want to do my pun <laughs> <laughs> that was why i, I was like people say i don't get opportunities that's that, exactly what it was you, I was <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was i was like man this is messed up Okay, you get like nothing but punishment for for you know doing the Lord's work there, and you're not actually getting. You know, I know how it is. <laughs> you know, no one's showing up with checks from George Soros. You know, right. and it's messed up because what you did was heroic. And anyway, I, I know what it's like out there in the internet. So yeah, that was. I was like, man. This is, yeah. well, we, gotta, I we gotta talk to Kelly that. about about how fucked up this this internet is. It is fucked up, but I, also it's like a lot of people just sending me messages saying that you know, thank being right. thanking me or like saying I'm brave. And mm -hmm. I realize I get a lot more of that than negativity. So I'm True. lucky. Like I get a lot of people will come up to me even like when I'm working at a restaurant like and be like Are you kelly <laughs> like, and say like and i'm like oh yeah i made it clearly <laughs> like, I'm here we are extra dollar <laughs> but you know i'm still just trying to make it like everyone else just kelly and, from the block yeah being trying to be funny and um my my friend was actually trying to cheer me up about it like two nights ago and yeah. he was like telling me um he said I should try to think of myself like like a Spider-Man type who has to like sell pizzas by day. One hundred percent. He's right. And then at night I'm like, fuck you. Spider-Woman. <laughs> you know, you know, these these people, these chuds on the internet, why I just took I want to address them for a second. Why do you defend these monsters? It's like it's the same dudes that'll like defend billionaires. They're like jumping for no, don't make fun of Elon Musk. You are not them. You never will be them. Okay? Like, yeah. just yeah. think, uh, just leave Kelly alone. You fucking assholes. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm I'm like a happy, joyful person. I'm having a good week. I'm I usually like, other than like during quarantine when I feel like I had no choice but to be online all the time, I try to stay offline unless I have something. Yeah. Um, good. Something to say. And. What do you do instead of getting online? You know, I hang out. <laughs> I <laughs> the stoop. I, cool. Oh, I didn't know I, you were cool. I go. <laughs> I go to shows. I try to perform stand up when I can. I work in this restaurant. I work on music. I try to, you know, go on hot dates sometimes. I'm. I'm just like it's the New York City comedy I'm just dream. Like everybody life. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a TV show. So yeah, what is your dream career goal? You're gonna move to LA. You're gonna put your show on. You're gonna start writing movies, right? 
Well, my yeah, my goal has always been to um, since I moved to New York to be like to be a TV and movie writer. And for a while I tried to pursue that by was working in film production and like being an being assistant to producers and like trying to get in that way for years. And then I started making my own short films and making sketches with uh, comics uh, being like being in the sketches and then I would see like those comics would get writing jobs. And I realized I need to start performing like to have a face to my writing. And then I, so I started doing standup and then I, I, I actually enjoyed standup a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and after really only like a year of doing that, it is when it all kind of um, blew up. So I was, Oh, I'm going to send really... more, de- you know, me and Satan are working on this. We're going to send more demons to your, your sets. <laughs> so that you can do this all over again. Yeah, it's like it's not something you can really. It's not you know. It, I was thinking about that because I've had some friends go viral and they'll like go viral for like a funny video they made, and right. then they can like make more videos like that video and like kind of build on the momentum of the following. Mm-hmm. And the people who follow me, they follow me for like the most specific random right. thing that has nothing to do with my sense of humor or anything. Mm-hmm. So unless I like. I'm tweeting. So- I've had to kind of accept that unless I'm tweeting something literally like on that line, like on that subject, Ugh. like that's what this following no, likes. Don't pigeonhole so Kelly. Like- <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I don't do it. I I still just tweet out whatever I would want to tweet, but I like kind of accept that like unless it's about a lot that, of my followers yeah. are not like there for mm, that. So stupid algorithms. <laughs> like, I can't just go around like calling people out. <laughs> Like, right. Take, like so I can keep the momentum. <laughs> so I just like I just don't think about it. And I I got lo- I got used to like losing like a thousand followers a month because or like there was one point where I was losing like, way even more because it would be like every time I tweeted something normal, I feel like the people that followed me. What the hell is this? I, play the hits. I'm brave. They're like, wait, why do I follow this person? Yeah, play the hits. <laughs> Why are you? Why isn't she calling people out? (laughs) I don't care what you ate for lunch. Oh, the internet is weird. This picture of my sandwich is important. (laughs) I love this turkey club. Oh, do better, humans. She's a person with a heart and a soul, and she eats lunch. Um, Well, you know that's fine. You know they have the right to. I I don't take it personally. You know, I I think it's fun. If I can keep losing followers and if I eventually get down to zero, like, um, I'll have a party. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it's at. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Where's the best place for our listeners to follow you? They can follow me on Instagram at Kelly Bachman, or they can follow me on Twitter at Belly Cockman, which (laughs) is the uh, reverse spelling of Kelly Bachman, not Not phonetically. right. (laughs) And then they can also... I actually just started a podcast with my friend Dylan oh. called Q Music, where we have on guests every week and they tell us a story and then we improvise a song based on their story. Wow. That is so clever. So, you know, these songs, that Q Music, first of all, check it out, subscribe to Q Music, but, and give it a good rating, five stars, all that. But I was going to say, musical comedy can do so well on the internet. Yeah, you know, I have. We posted one of our songs from the show online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me I'm hot and don't fucking touch me. We put it on our Instagrams and mm-hmm. we made a music video, and that was fun. And I, I haven't really like. I guess I haven't embraced like my musical comedy side enough. Mm. Like I'm a little shy about it. Like I'm like, 
I don't. I haven't posted like posted songs online. It's so it's a, it's a really difficult medium. I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm I a little like, I'm a little internet shy. For uh, me too. Who, I'm uh, shy in general. I think that would work really well on like TikTok. But yeah, that's a good idea. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So follow Kelly. Subscribe to her podcast. Q Music. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It's an honor. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. It made my day when I was having that bad day. I need to get stoned. Anybody else want to smoke a joint with me right now? Sure, let's do it. Oh, shit. I didn't bring it with me. Oh, no. Damn it. It's not in my pocket. All right, next time. We'll get stoned next time. Let's take some questions from our angel patrons next. How about that? Okay. Satan, why don't you read this one? I noticed his mic's muted. Maybe he stepped away. Or Satan, do you know your mic's muted? Oh, there you go. Yes, I was in the bathroom. Satan, um, we're going to do... What's happening? Gonna... What did I miss? <laughs> well, I ran to the bathroom for for literally 15 seconds and came oh, back and okay. everybody was quiet. Because we're waiting on you. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Satan went to go take a leak and he came back and yeah, um, we're going to answer some questions from our angel patrons. Why don't you read this first question, Satan? All right. Squirrely Kone asks, God, why did you delete that tweet? And now, before God can get a word out, I'd love to say, I don't know why. Why did you? <laughs> um, I don't know what tweet we're referencing. Yeah, yeah it, it, I, neither do I at this point. But as someone on Twitter, from time to time, I'll delete a tweet. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. I just write something and instantly say, that was terrible. Delete it. Just like I did with the dinosaurs, and it's a sign of mental illness, really. So mm. just know that I'm trying to get better at it. I don't know if I would go that far. Is it mental illness? You're just realizing maybe it's not best to be on Twitter. Maybe it's not the best joke you've written. You're right. Damn. I'm so hard on myself. Smash him, Jesus. Go for the throw. No, Sometimes this I just is don't... the opposite no, of it's exactly. I don't, I don't want the heat. Yeah, that comes I, from, you know, or I'm just like, I ah, don't, no, this just does not make me look good. Or sometimes it feels, but I've been there too, where I like tweet something or I'm about to tweet something and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to post it, but I feel better having typed it out. Right. It's that Abraham Lincoln, write, a, write an angry letter approach that you never yes. send. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay. So sorry about that, Square Laconi. Um, Let's get to the next question, Jesus. The legend Cadus asks, when will we live as one people? So I guess they're asking about peace, world peace. What do you think, Jesus? This is a good question for you. Oh, that's tough. I don't Didn't know. Didn't you die to, like, make that happen? Yeah, and, and nothing changed. So I'm not going to take that approach again. But mm-hmm. I think it I think it would help if people just started listening to each other, maybe talking face-to-face. I think Listening when it comes to the God Pod? I thought you were going there with it. Of course, listening to this show. <laughs> I think I think people are a lot more comfortable fighting behind their computer screens. And when you actually try to talk to people face-to-face, you have better conversations, and it gets less heated. That sometimes. is a beautiful thing about some of this like social audio thing that I've seen, is that, exactly, people on the internet, behind their screens, behind their little typey-typey, they're, they're insane. Yeah. The things they say, how dare you? It's like people on the highway, and you're driving past them, and all of a sudden, they're giving the finger... But if they were <laughs> next to you in person, they would never do that. They would be all smiles and sunshine, or at least not that insane. So do better, humans. And I think Jesus is right. You have to listen to the God Pod, and that'll bring you all together as one. 
I see this kind of like Bill and Ted's, you know, where they have that band that basically saves the world. Yeah. Their music is just so good. It unites humanity. What was it called? Something Stallions. Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions. (laughs) Tight. Okay. All right. Last question from Boris11. And Boris asks, Five Finger Death Punch's song, Wrong Side of Heaven, says God is a woman. What's that all about? Well, Boris, um, yes, I am. I'm whatever you want me to be, okay? You are everything and you are nothing. What? Sure. Ariana Grande says that too. There's a whole song by her as well. God is a woman. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Hopefully I can get someone to replace me on this podcast so I can take some days off. Like Ariana Grande, is that what you're hinting at? (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Um, She might be tough to get, busy schedule and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this last week. It's called God's Question of the Week. So here's my question of the week that I asked the world. What would make church more exciting? Mm. And we got some fun answers here. Kelly, do you have any ideas for what would make church more exciting? Well, I know as growing up Catholic, I noticed that every 10 years or so, they try to switch up some of the words instead of saying <laughs> like... <laughs> peace be with you they'll say like and also with you say and with your spirit or they Whoa. switch it up you know That's they change a- some of the <laughs> i think they could make some other change <laughs> yeah i would say i had an uncle who used to always say after going to uh this is a jewish uncle after going to temple mm-hmm. he would say keep it short and in english <laughs> keeping it short is really what people appreciate when yeah. that sermon runs long, oof. Yeah. I mean, if it, keeping it short, I, I love when there's like, I love the jokes. I love um, when my the priest starts doing stand-up. Father I, Jack, right. Yeah, that is probably, he used to tell this good one. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. yeah. So this is, a, so you know, uh, Jesus, the, you'll, you remember this. In the Bible, Mary Magdalene is about to get stoned to death for some reason. Mm-hmm. Being a Christian. And then... Jesus says, let you who has not sinned right. cast the first stone. Right. So Famous. Father Jack sets up that story that we all know. And then he says that at that moment, a single rock flew out of the crowd and hit Mary Magdalene in the face. And then Jesus said, not you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good Catholic humor. Oh, good job, Father Jack. You're making stuff up, and I love it. See, I agree. More comedy. More Father Jacks. Um, Some some of these answers are pretty serious. You know, if they pay taxes, if I would show up, that would make church more exciting. None of the creepy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. God's not getting a lot of weird stuff. Someone someone said orgasms, and it's like, no, fewer orgasms, please. I think if you add a basketball or maybe two basketballs to church, <laughs> so, that would be Someone fun. says arresting pedophile priests right in the middle of mass. <laughs> okay, that's like a cops episode. That's that, could yeah. be, that could be fun. I, or I like, I just also love a chill priest. Uh, Father Jack also was very cool about like if I asked a question that would, um, you know, make me feel alienated from the church, he would just, like one time I asked him like, what about like Jewish people like, are they going to heaven? What does the mm-hmm, Catholic Church mm-hmm. say? 
where I would say like, my parents are divorced. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. And I would ask him after church. And I remember he said, you know, you don't have to believe in all of it. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. And I was like, so grateful I had such a chill. Face that is, you're that. very lucky. It wasn't because creepy. I've had, I had, we had another guest on uh, uh, about a month ago who got kicked out of Catholic school in second grade. For asking too many questions. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of questions, and I was lucky that Father Jack had um, answers that made me become um, agnostic instead of atheist. And Billy Thanks, Joel Father wrote Jack. a song about Father Jack, right? <laughs> Billy Joel? Yeah, like, Father Jack will get you high tonight. Oh, yes, I've heard that. Father Jack will get you high tonight. So, Father Jack was actually uh, sober, I remember, because one time... Sure. Um, we took communion with him, and he drank um, grape juice instead of wine. And he sure he if, was in front we, of you. He asked if we would let him consecrate the grape juice, and we were like, yes. Wow. <laughs> well, good good job, Father Jack. It sounds like an absolute sweetie pie. <laughs> Love him. I hope he's alive. Someone else suggested that we put make some of the pews uh, electrified, and that also sounds fun. Um, um okay. thanks for your answers. I think students. you should book Father Jack on your next show. I, yeah, I agree. You should look him up. Can you okay, well we'll talk you... offline. <laughs> All right. Let's get to a few stories in the me damn news. Take it away, Jesus. Yeah, Catholic Monsignor who wanted to deny Biden communion resigns after cell phone links him to gay dating app. Whoops. He was found on grind. That's no that's no Father Jack, am I right? <laughs> Giving Father Jack a bad name. Father I might Jack become off. Catholic after this. I saw a tweet that had that headline and it said like, it said top, <laughs> it said top Catholic priest. And then it's someone, someone like uh, screen posted the screenshot and said, why does it matter that he's a top? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well played. <laughs> Whoever tweeted that, you know. You deserve credit. Yeah. Well, I guess that's good. He was exposed. One less person trying to prevent Biden from taking communion. That Isn't that always is the way? Isn't that always what happens? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know, they. I, I um, heard a statistic that like 50% of Catholic priests have um, have sex. Like have sex. Oh, yeah. It's higher than that. With adults, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, that, it's I, like a normal thing. I think they should really just um, change that rule from the Middle Ages that said they can't fuck, and you should let them fuck because they're humans. Yeah. It's unnatural what you're doing, Catholic Church. Did Jack fuck? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know if he did or not. (laughs) I'll tell you. I'll tell you he did. That's why he was so chill. And if all the the priests (laughs) fucked... Be adults, lot, adults in consensual relationships, which we have to stipulate here. Yes, but also Catholics need to stop saying like, if you're gay, you have to become a priest or a nun, because that's like basically in the catechism. Really? Like, because I remember I that was that. one of the questions I asked, and it was like, what if you're gay? Because I, my grandparents are gay, and I remember both of them? my mom showed me the cat in the catechism. It says like, you're you're allowed, you can be gay, like. Catholicism acknowledges that people are gay and like that they don't choose to be gay mm-hmm. and that um, but they say like you have to be abstinent. That's and insane. I think there's a lot there's a lot of encouraging of people who like um, who are open about being gay to become priests and then they're having actually mostly just having consensual sex with 
other priests is what I think happens. Hmm. It creates a system that protects um, secrecy around sex. And then right. if you're like a psycho creep guy, you're like, oh, this is the perfect environment for mm-hmm. me to get in here and be awful because this system has to protect. Because mm. um, it's already set up to protect secrets. Like when people have sex uh, or like someone gets pregnant, they like hide it. And it's a yeah. whole... It's a whole thing. It's a whole so thing. And I wish they, they should would stop it. that. <laughs> stop telling people to be abstinent. That's and let insane. me be a priest so that I can. <laughs> yes. uh, would you still do have... it? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's been, you know, I've already grown into an adult who's accepted that I'm not um, a yeah. priest. But you as, if I could boat, go back Catholic in time, church. if they had, could go back, they would have one more priest if they had changed their silly role a long time ago and you would have been a good one i just think telling people to be abstinent is insane that's like telling someone don't take a shit for the rest of your life yeah come on (laughs) come on it's ridiculous it's ridiculous they should be able to get married i mean they should be able to take shits with that let's move on to the next story jesus can i just ask quickly you said your grandparents are gay yeah my my grandma and grandfather on my mom's side are or my grandfather was my grandma. He's died, but they're gay, and my they um, were married, and wow. they divorced, um, and then were, were were both gay on their own. And they both realized they were gay after they got married. I think they knew they were gay. Um, okay. I don't really know the full. They were in love in a way. They were kind of ahead of their time in terms Maybe of. Maybe they were um, bi. Yeah. I well, like my. I don't know. They both said gay, but mm. maybe maybe my grandfather was like. Um, Bisexual, I don't know, but mm. they both were always wanted to have sex with the, their own gender. Interesting. All right. Good for them. Just wanted to hear a little more about that. Next story. <laughs> COVID patient in Louisiana says he'd opt for hospitalization again over the vaccine. What the? <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's that conservative radio host in Tennessee who's hospitalized with COVID. Did y'all hear about him over the weekend? No. He wasn't very pro-vaccine, and now he's changed his stance now that he's hospitalized. I feel like we've seen this. That's like what happened with Trump. He got vaccinated. (laughs) I feel like we've seen this story a hundred times, and usually it's they're on their deathbed and they're like, I'll take that vaccine now. Right. Um, But here's a guy who is literally like, no. I'll just I'll go to the hospital again. I'm always get nervous when like news stories like that are out because it's almost like like this person. I don't know if they're like insane or like what they're like, why they have this take. Mm -hmm. But like, I wonder if it if you're someone who is like is seeing more people who like are anti-vaccine, like have a microphone and talk about it. Right. Is that helpful? Right. Like or he's doing it, like, it for the attention. Or is it like, if you're like anti-vax at home, you're like, you see that person and you're like, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm like them. I don't know. I don't know whether it's like, I think ever since like giving Trump negative press, like right. got him elected right, right, right. every like, time something like weird and like um, really wrong gets a lot of, Press, I, I get nervous about that. Right. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert. Now, yeah. like, give me attention. I'm a troll. And it's hard not to, to pay attention to these idiots. Yeah. I did hear, though, that over the weekend, 
they had the most vaccinations in a 24-hour period the entire year. So, like, they they did jump up again. And I think this is because of my commandment last week. It was definitely all because of you and your podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And not the Delta variant rising. It was, hey, I chipped in. Okay. There's a a lot of us, you know. I would guess it's because this Delta variant is on the rise and there have been these reports about everybody who's hospitalized with COVID currently, pretty much everybody, like 97%, those people are unvaccinated. We have just hard evidence that the vaccine protects you. So if evidence matters. And I feel like so many places are making it required for you to be vaccinated to do fun things. Yeah. And people are frustrated with that, but they want to have fun. Right. You You can't go to the restaurant. I don't think enough places are making people get vaccines. No. Right. No, not enough. How's it? How's it? I know in New York, it's like in order to go in basically most places, you have to show your. Yeah, I guess I'm going vaccination, which is wonderful. I think that's wonderful. L.A. needs to catch up. Next story. FBI admits it got 4,500 tips on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Palm them off to Trump counsel. And that's probably why those went nowhere. Motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. 4,500 tips. Yet another wow. scumbag who just gets away with it. And, yeah. Uh, he sucks. He sucks. <laughs> exactly. Damn it. Uh, and now they're going to fix that, right? Jesus, because Biden's the president and they're all going to Merrick Garland it up. and You think they're all going to fix it? I can't speak to that. Does this article say that? No. No, I'm just saying they're not doing anything. What the fuck? Well, it's too late, I guess. Can't they impeach? I don't know. I think it's really tough to impeach. uh, I don't think uh, Supreme Court justices can get impeached. They can just be, I don't know, killed. (laughs) We are not suggesting that or advocating that. No, I'm just all. saying it is a po- it is always a possibility to kill anyone. That well, it is always that's just yeah. The only thing is if they maybe the most they voluntarily retire or if they expire somehow. That is the it's like this is good. This is ancient kind of rules. You have to die like you're the friggin' emperor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's a, a disturbingly uh, bad system we live. Somebody yeah. needs to walk up to him and tell, give him the what for and say, like, you suck. You suck. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I rebuke you. I rebuke you, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him, though. Yeah. We'll see. Speaking of yeah. which, though, there were some people yeah. this weekend who did tell off some scumbags. Yes. Great transition. Senator Rand Paul was told to get fucked during a virtual town hall. And here's the clip. For that, we'll go ahead to our next question now. Mrs. Alexis Toon, you are live with the senator. You can go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Senator. I am a proud Kentucky citizen, and I just wanted to tell you to get fucked. The woman's reaction, her head just like falls. She can't believe that just happened. <laughs> this is the level of discourse that I've always wanted. Yeah. Just saying yeah. the truth. Plain as day is just fuck you. Yeah. I mean, because they're Sometimes just. Sometimes that eat a dick and choke on it, I yield my time guy really started a. 
Uh, was he one of your inspirations? <laughs> he really started something. Yeah. In L.A. <laughs> <laughs> heroes. Heroes. It doesn't stop there. Because there no. was another person this week. Yeah. Tucker Carlson was confronted at a Montana fishing shop. And he was called the worst human being. You have to listen carefully. They're whispering their insults at each other. <laughs> don't even get my, 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 I don't care, man. Dude, you are the worst human being. You've known to man. I want you to to this to the United States, to everything else in this world. I don't care that your daughter's here. What you have done to people's families, what you have done to everybody else in this world. See, notice the camera there and then try to play it off like I'm cool. I love this. Good job, Montana, man. Yeah, I just love how calm it is. Like, God forbid the people in the fishing shop be disturbed by this attack on Tucker Carlston. <laughs> you are Carlson. the worst human being. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's free speech. And of course, the right wing did not like this at all. Right. right. They want that guy arrested and blah, blah, blah. Arrested. Well, I've heard that happens in Washington, D.C. a lot with like. Yeah. That people like quietly confronting like some mm-hmm. of the senators when they're like out to eat and stuff can get pretty tense. Yeah. That's how it's always been done. Yeah. It's like, listen, I mean, for him, for Tucker Carlson to think that he can just get away with the shit that he says and not have anyone mad at him. Yeah. Is, I appreciate that. Is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. So good job, Montana guy. And uh, thank you, humans. That's all we got in the me damn news this week. I mean, there's so much news. We could talk until the end of time. Always. Did you guys see that they f- they picked that monkey going to Jupiter? No. What? Fake news, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Not a real thing. Comma was debunked. Oh, yeah. Satan's weekly fake news that he provides. And now's the point in the show where we will discuss Bless, Smite, and Second Coming. What's that, you ask? Well, we're all going to go around and pick something that we liked about the episode and bless that. We're going to pick something that we hated and smite that. And we're going to pick something that we want to see more of. And we'll call that our Second Coming. I'm going to bless Kelly for coming on. And talking all about 9-11, uh, <laughs> the time where Satan uh, ruled. And also, I want to bless you rebuking Satan. That's uh, to talk to talk straight to power is a bold move. And I respect it. You know, Thanks, anybody Sam. that can clap back at me, I'm here for a good time. <laughs> Thanks. And I want to um, smite the moment in the podcast, nobody realized I went to the bathroom because I thought I was being sneaky and <laughs> you guys all just stopped talking. Um, and then I think uh, my second coming, what I want more of is I think I really want more of Father Jack. Mm. Something about him, you know, opposites attract. <laughs> I'm the Lord of Darkness. He seems like a very sweet man. Um, so, yeah, Father Jack hit me up. <laughs> all right. I'll go next. I want to bless Kelly's mom for her premonitions and uh, for telling you, Kelly, to rebuke Satan. I really like that. And uh, thank you. Copycat. Thank you for. Did you say Kelly's mom? No, I said copycat. (laughs) (laughs) You blessed Kelly. I'm blessing your mother. 
Um, copycat, dude. You're but thank you me. also, but also bless you, Kelly, for joining us on the God Pod. It's an honor. Um, I would like to smite Tucker Carlson always and see more of of people telling him he's a terrible human being. And I would like to second coming more of Kelly's musical comedy and screenplays and a show in L.A. Yeah. I want to bless the people who confronted Rand Paul and Tucker Carlson and would love to see more of that, especially if it's on video. (laughs) I want to I want to smite Satan for leaving during the pod. That wasn't right. Oh, my God. We're watching No bathroom breaks, Jesus? No bathroom breaks. No bathroom breaks? Jesus, no. What is this, Amazon? Yeah. Copycat. I just said that. Wait, you said that before me? Damn it. You're so fast. And I want a second coming, Kelly predicting more terrorist attacks. That could be really helpful, <laughs> Kelly. So keep that up. <laughs> share them okay. with us. If you don't want to share them, share them with us and we'll we'll okay, share these I'll predictions. Try. I want to bless my mom also because God, I God. feel like when I talk about her telling visions, it sounds like I'm just fully making fun of her, but actually I think she is really in touch with her spirituality and I'm grateful for her. And if she's listening. (laughs) Do you think your mom would listen to this? Something called the God pod? (laughs) I don't know. Just got to cover well, my. She's myself. listening. She's going to discover it Shout organically. Out Kelly's mom. Kelly loves you, Kelly's mom. But I, I love my mom, and she doesn't like when I talk about her. Um, so mm-hmm. sorry. I also want to um, smite the Catholic Church for not letting people fuck. Um, <laughs> that's. Let's hope your mom's not listening. You just uh, smited the entire Catholic Church. <laughs> her church that she chose. I. My mom knows how I feel. <laughs> And I feel like you would have a lot more people subscribing to Catholicism if you just updated slightly. Right. For a second coming, I want more people saying um, that people should get fucked um, (laughs) when when that is an option to say that. I think a lot of people, especially... I notice famous people will be really shy about telling people to get fucked. Oh, yeah. For the backtrack. Mm -hmm. And they'll apologize and be like, actually, I don't know what I believe about international policy. (laughs) Right. right. And I wish those people would uh, first get fucked themselves and then, Mm -hmm. um, you know, grow whatever organ they have so that they can be a little more um, useful. Ballsy. Be more like Kelly Bachman and have the nerve <laughs> to say the truth. I love that. That was great. Yeah, you know what? We, basically, you're saying we need more of the God Pod because on the God, yeah, Pod, let's, more let's, God let's, Pod, let's review that today. We've applauded these people for telling douchebags to get fucked. And we said the Catholic Church should get fucked. <laughs> but in a different way. In, it, they should in let literal, They should fucked. let them, yes, have lives. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, gang. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. That was an honor. Yeah. And come back anytime. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Woo! We're going to close out the show with your new commandment of the week. Thou shalt confront gigantic douches in public when you see them and tell them they're a huge piece of shit. There's nothing wrong with it. It's free speech. It feels good speaking truth to powerful douchebags. You'll go viral, gain a bunch of followers, and most importantly, 
Tell a gigantic douche they're a huge piece of shit. Thanks, humans. Keep telling off those scumbags. You're doing the Lord's work. The Lord has spoken. Oh!